Today's episode is brought to you by Bloody Buddy Cup. Guys, this is a new Bloody Buddy ad that I'm recording. And the only reason that I'm recording it is because I'm currently on my period. And I'm just reminded about the fact that I love my Bloody Buddy Cup so much. Truly, I will say I've been blessed with fairly easy, simple periods. I don't deal with like cramps really or anything, but I'm on my period right now. Life has not changed. I have not been inconvenienced in literally any way because of my cup. I put it in this morning and I here I am at 11.07 p.m. recording way too late at night. And I haven't thought about my period literally all day until I sat down to do this episode and started thinking, hmm, what ad am I putting on today? Oh, I could do a bloody buddy one. I just want to tell everybody that this cup will truly change your life. If you menstruate, you need this. And I know that there's a learning curve and I know that there's like a tiny bit of an ick factor. It's a cup that goes inside of you. It collects your blood. You have to pour it into the toilet or whatever after. But guys, it is so freeing to have a period and not have to worry about it. It is life changing to not have to change a tampon every four hours or so and not have to like go to the store every month to get supplies and worry about proper disposal and odors and a bunch of things like that. This is getting a little too intimate maybe for a podcast ad, but I just want to say, say slash shout from the rooftops slash proclaim with every fiber of my being that the Bloody Buddy Cup truly has changed my life. And I know it will change yours too. If you have a period or if somebody that you love has a period, this is a great gift. Um, go to bloodybuddycup.com and you could use our code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase and enjoy the period freedom. You will love it. This is an impromptu unscripted ad, so it might have seemed all over the place, but that's beside the point. All you need to know is that you need to go to bloodybuddycup.com, use the code WANNACHAT for 10% off of your purchase and enjoy the period freedom. It is so good. All right. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and this is just going to be a quick little casual episode um, of the podcast this week. Last week, we took off for spring break because my daughter didn't have school, um, which is kind of like dramatic when I say it out loud when I'm like, I had to take off the whole week because my daughter didn't have school, when in reality, she goes to school like for two and a half hours a day. But anyway, we were in vacation mode, okay? I I had um, taken two trips to the Chick-fil-A play place. Um, I went to, where else did I go to? A bunch of just like lame, typical toddler and little kid-esque entertainment facilities last week. So I was clearly very busy and could not record an episode. But all is well. I think that the only thing that we missed last week was that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez got engaged. And to that, I say congratulations to the happy couple. I do not think that they should get married. I think that, like, they should be together forever. If they're, like, together for, like, let's say, like, five years, I'd be fine with them being, like, indefinitely disengaged, committed to each other. But just watching how Jennifer Lopez had to um, detangle herself from A-Rod after their, um, engagement ended 
and that was just an engagement but like they had so many like business dealings together and like how like messy that all got I just don't think that either of them need to get married again and I mean I'm glad that they have each other I'm glad that they love each other they're very happy I don't know if they just want to get like some ironclad legal protections for both of them and then just have like a quiet little wedding. I actually don't think that the, either of them would want to do like the big wedding thing again. I, if they just want to kind of like, like quietly go to Mexico with their kids and do like a little beach wedding or something more power to them. But my professional advice would be uh, no marriage for uh, Ben and Jen um, 2.0. But that being said, congratulations to the happy couple. But I think that that's really the only thing that we missed last week. Um, and this week, there's not too much to touch on except for um, Revolve Fest slash Coachella Fest. We're going to talk about that for a little bit. And then I'm going to give you everything you need to know about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. It's really messy, um, really just kind of like gross all around. Sorry, I just had to like pause to sneeze and now I feel like I broke my rhythm. Anyway, the Amber Heard, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case is really just like so detailed and so icky um where for a while I didn't want to like touch it with the 10-foot pole but I'm here to report the news so we'll talk about that but first let's talk about Coachella and the whole like influencer scandal about it so Coachella Fest uh weekend one was this last weekend I um on my Instagram story earlier last week I did a little walk down memory lane of my Coachella days I grew up in the Coachella Valley I grew up in La Quinta which is like like, I bet you my high school, which was, like, pretty close to my house, was, like, 10 minutes away from the polo grounds, I would say, which is where they have Coachella. So, just kind of, like, down the road. So, I like, I grew up going, and for, like, years I didn't go. The festival culture was always, like, all around me. And my, like, junior and senior year of high school, that's really when things, like, started to change. It used to be, like, so easy to sneak into Coachella, like, if you knew somebody, like, if you had a friend whose brother was doing security or something, super easy just to, like, have them sneak you in or, like, the wristbands used to be just, like, typical, like, fair wristbands, um, like, the little plasticky ones. Like, that's how it was when I was, like, in middle school. And then later on, it turned into, like, the fabric wristbands, which were, like, a little bit harder to fake, but still super easy. But then come, like, junior and senior year, that's when they started, like, doing, like, scannable ones. And that's when they had, like, two weekends. And then that's when, like, the party culture kind of started to come in more. Um, so, like, I feel like the Coachella that I used to go to was a completely different ball game than what it is today. But weekend one happened um, from the festival. Not that much to talk about. It's, it seems as if uh, Harry Styles had an amazing show. I think I've watched the Shania Twain Harry Styles video more times than I can count. Um, I'm really trying to get my daughter on like a Shania Twain kick with me. And every time I put it on, she goes, is this Taylor Swift? And I go, no, we just talked about this. This is a uh, Shania Twain. Oh, okay. Well, can you put on Taylor Swift? So it hasn't been working yet, but I'm going to keep trying. Anyway, as far as like the actual show and festival goes, Harry Styles was there. He did a great job. I think that that's all um, there is to report on that. But the controversy that has happened now is 
kind of all about Revolve Fest and the influencers and people comparing it to Fire Festival and being disappointed about their time at Coachella. So here's what it was. Revolve, which is the, you know, very expensive clothing brand that their whole their whole industry is just built on influencers and um swipe ups and everything. I was watching a video about their earnings and they earn more in um like the second quarter than they do like during like the holidays. They're one of like the only clothing companies in their lane that does that because festival season is like their their big money maker. Um not because so many people are buying outfits to go to the festivals, but because they like pour so much of their marketing budget into festival season and they pay all these influencers to fly out, um, wear their outfits. And then these influencers post their outfits and then people buy them. So it's a very lucrative weekend for them. And then they, they've always had like little revolve parties and they do things like this throughout the year. Like they'll do special revolve parties, like in the Bahamas, or they're always like doing something in LA or something where it's just these parties where you can go and just create content. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I've seen so many videos of people making fun of influencers for, like, taking pictures at Coachella or at Revolve Fest or whatever. Like, look, this is just a sea of people, you know, taking pictures. No one's here listening to the music. It's because they're effing working. They're creating content. And, you're, and people are consuming it. It's not a crime, you know? But I'll come back to that point in a minute. But anyway... Revolve Fest is really just a come here, dress in our clothes. We are going to create multiple sets for you to create content for us. And all the people that they um, flew out and all the people that they had um, like invited to Revolve Fest, they all had like deliverable numbers. I think it was kind of like 777. So like seven stories, um, like and then reels, TikToks, whatever. Anyway, so they all had, like, content requirements that they had to do as per their contract. Anyway, so Revolve Festival was, I think, every day that the festival was going on. And there's, like, gifting suites and Post Malone performed and there were Kardashian appearances and whatnot. But in order to get to Revolve Fest, you had to take a shuttle bus, even though it was, like, five minutes like a five minute walk, like down the road, they wanted everybody to hop on these shuttles and take, have the shuttles take them to the party so they could, you know, control safety and, you know, the amount of people that were there, whatever. But it seems like they were very like unorganized and not prepared and influencers had to wait in the sun for two hours, which like would be a bummer, right? Would be a bummer. But if I have to see one more person comparing it to like Firefest, like this was Firefest levels of insane and um like poor planning and just the complaints I've seen from people and they're like I flew all the way out here and I spent so much time in line. I think um Lexi J, I think it's it's L E X I E J A Y Y um on TikTok, she works for Coachella and for Golden Voice, like the people that put on Coachella Fest. And she's an influencer herself. She put it best in her TikTok that she made about this situation. And she does, you know, remind everybody that she's like a little biased because she works for Coachella and 
she's not a fan of Revolve Fest in general. But she put it the best way when she said, hey, guys, reminder, you're working. Like, it's a work trip. And, like, she talked about how she prioritized her time where she said, okay, during the day I'm making content, I'm working, at night I'll try to have fun. And all these influencers that are coming out now and they're like, you know, Coachella really isn't that fun and I didn't get to do as much as I wanted to and blah, blah, blah. It's because you're freaking working. All these influencers are just working. And... Yeah, having to stand in a two-hour line, bummer. They definitely should have organized and prepared more for that, you know? But I'm sorry that, like, you didn't get to the party as soon as you wanted to, so then you could, like, go drink and go have fun, and then all these people were complaining. There were not that many refreshments even once we got inside the party, and the lines for the gifting suites were so long, and blah, 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 blah. It's a bummer. Bummer. Yeah, I wish it was smoother for you. That would be nice. But it's your job. Every workday is not going to be super fun. And there's two weekends of Coachella. So if like the festival like itself is a really big priority to you, try and figure out how to go to both weekends. Surely you could afford it. Surely you could find somebody to sponsor you to go both weekends. It's not that difficult. It's just it's mind blowing to me. The backlash that Revolve has now faced. And then also people were saying, like, I'm not doing my deliverables. I'm not posting the content. Like, Revolve Fest was, like, such a crap show, whatever. Again, literally, like, they flew you out there to do a job. And I'm sorry that it wasn't a big party, but just freaking work. It's a bummer. But it's your job. And it's a pretty cushy job. And I always am, like, the first to run to the defense of the influencer and remind everyone no, it really is hard work and, and it's hard work and you don't understand how much like they're actually working and like there's so much that goes into content creation, blah, 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 blah. But truly, this is like, I want to say that reminder to them on the other side now. Like I want to tell the influencers now, like, hey, this is a job. So if you had to stand online and if you were a little inconvenienced, what a bummer, but you're going to be okay. Anyway, I think that's all I have about Revolve Fest. The, um, the backlash has been very, uh, very interesting and comparing it to Firefest is just like, like the festival, you know, where people didn't have water or like where they were giving like tea sandwiches, like not, um, as like their meal of the day, not, uh, not comparable. I would say, I know it's like really like buzzworthy and like, we'll get you that engagement and stuff. And again, the whole weekend is for content creation. So I guess you did create that content and you did get high engagement and stuff by complaining about this festival. But it's just, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same as Firefest. Anyway, that was Mary Rants about Influencers. Check. Done. Do you guys want to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard now? Um, I don't, but I will. Anyway, let's talk about it. I'm here to give you a timeline and um, just kind of like some thoughts on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation. So I watched his uh, court uh, testimony today. He took the stand today. Amber Heard hasn't taken the stand yet in this case, Um, but I listened to his today and I feel like I finally do have like a fully formed opinion about it because on the surface... I'm going to go into the timeline, but I'm sure you've heard kind of like the gist of the trial. 
of the the trial. I feel like I just misspoke there for a second. The general, general gist is Amber Heard and Johnny Depp were married. They had a messy divorce. Um, there were abuse allegations on both sides, mainly from Amber Heard. Um, but then kind of once those were made public, then Johnny Depp like came out with his own. Um, and Johnny Depp has lost work. It doesn't seem like Amber Heard has really lost work as much. Um, and now they're both in court, uh, for defamation of character lawsuits against each other. So let's just kind of go down the timeline. Um, so in 2012, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard started dating. Uh, this was like a year after Johnny Depp's, uh, divorce. Actually, I don't know if it was an actual divorce, but it just says split on the thing that I'm reading, but they had two children together. Lily Rose Depp, who, you know, famously, uh, dated Timothy Chalamet for a long time. Um, and is like a super beautiful person. Um, that's his daughter. They broke up in 2012 and then he basically immediately started dating Amber Heard. They met on the set of the movie, The Rum Diary, um, where they like were both the stars of that movie. Anyway, and in March, 2014, they got engaged. Um, in 2015, they got married. They had two weddings, which, you know, is never, never like the, I feel like two weddings, name me one couple that has had multiple weddings that seem like just a great couple. Other than Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, they get a pass. They get a pass forever. But other people who have like wedding tours, like speaking of another Jonas, like Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, I know that they had multiple weddings, I think for cultural reasons, but still I can't think of any other multiple wedding couple that like seems like a good hang, you know? Anyway, but they had two weddings. They had one in LA and then they had one on his private island in the Bahamas. Um, anyway, in May, 2016, Amber Heard files for divorce. Um, she cited, this is always a hard for, hard word for me to say, so I'm going to try to say it. Irreconcilable. I think I said it. Differences. Um, that same month, uh, judge grants Amber Heard a restraining order against Johnny Depp, um, over allegations of domestic abuse on his part, domestic violence on his part. I'm reading from something right now. Can you tell? Um, it's from the independent, uh, anyway, it says in a sworn declaration, Amber Heard alleges that Johnny Depp threw a cell phone at her during a fight, which struck her in the eye and the cheek and that he screamed at her, hit her violently, grabbed her face and pulled her hair. According to the associated press, she submits a, uh, to the court, a photo of her bruised face. Um, uh, then she, uh, was also seen with another bruise on her right cheek, right below her eye. Um, and I think that you could find those pictures online because I've definitely have seen them because she was kind of like walking around out and about with the injuries on her face. She said, um, in the filing during the entirety of our relationship, Johnny has been verbally and physically abusive to me. I endured extensive emotional, verbal and physical abuse from Johnny, which has included angry, hostile, humiliating and threatening assaults to me whenever I questioned his authority or disagreed with him. 
She also writes, I live in fear that Johnny will return to our house unannounced and terrorize me physically and emotionally. Uh, Johnny Depp then accused, um, or sorry, denied the accusations of accused domestic violence. Um, and his lawyers in another court filing said that Amber Heard was attempting to secure a premature financial resolution by alleging abuse. So then in August of 2016, um, they settled their divorce. Um, after months of contentious proceedings, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard reached a settlement in their divorce. And the thing is, that's crazy about this uh, case, is that you could find so much footage of this case online. Like, there's so much footage of their depositions, of um, Amber Heard defending herself against abuse accusations, Johnny defending himself, them describing different things that has happened to each other. Um, it's very, very crazy how much of it is documented for the public where that's typically not the case with these um, celebrity divorces. But anyway, when they filed for divorce, they released a joint statement and they said, our relationship was intensely passionate at times and at times volatile, but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for financial gain. There was never any intent of physical or emotional harm. Amber Heard um, then pledged to donate $7 million, uh, the $7 million that she got from Johnny Depp um, to the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, um, and to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. And it's kind of funny because in August of 2021, a New York judge um, granted a petition from Johnny Depp to determine whether she actually like made those donations or if she just kept the money herself, which is, you know, just a little funny. Anyway, January 2017, the divorce is official. Um, and then hopping, time hopping over here, uh, June 2018, there was a headline from The Sun, uh, which is a publication in the UK. And, like, UK tabloids are particularly vicious. Like, they will say a lot of stuff that, like, publications here really won't. Um, and they released a newspaper with the headline that said, Gone Potty, How Can J.K. Rowling Be Genuinely Happy Casting Wife Beater Johnny Depp in the New Fantastic Beasts film? Um, so Johnny Depp sued the son for that. Um, and then he lost, but then hopping forward to December, 2018, Amber Heard published an op-ed in the Washington post. Um, and again, this is like during the me too movement, she wrote, um, an op-ed titled, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath that has to change. And then in the op-ed, she wrote, like many women, I have been harassed and sexually assaulted by the time I was of college age, but I kept quiet. I did not expect filing complaints to bring justice, and I didn't see myself as a victim. Then two years ago, I became a public figure re representing domestic abuse, and I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out. Um, and like Johnny Depp wasn't mentioned by name in the article, like she never said my ex-husband, Johnny Depp, blah, 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 blah. Um, but like, it's, it's basically spelling out that it was him. Right. Um, but that article is important because that article is the base of the lawsuit that's going on right now in 2022. Um, so in March of 2019, Johnny Depp sues Amber Heard over that op-ed and it is, 
said who's saying this right now. I'm assuming just his lawyer. The op-ed depended on the central premise that Miss Heard was a domestic abuse abuse victim and that Mr. Depp perpetrated perpetrated domestic abuse abuse against her. Um, And they said that those claims were categorically and demonstrably false. Um, Time jumping here. Johnny Depp has like a couple other like defamation of character and like libel cases about people publishing things similar to that calling him a wife beater and he keeps losing he keeps um like losing all of these suits um and then in august of 2020 amber heard decides to counter sue johnny depp so again this is the same case so johnny depp first sued amber heard for 50 million dollars for the defamation of character thing for writing that op-ed that doesn't again explicitly name him but um but basically, like, you know, it's him. So then Amber Heard files a hundred million countersuit against Johnny Depp in response to his libel um, lawsuit, accusing him of allegedly orchestrating a smear campaign against her and describing his own lawsuit as a continuation of abuse and harassment. In the filing, Amber Heard asks the court to grant her immunity from Johnny Depp's complaint and asks for compensation damages not more than a hundred million dollars. Specifying that this is twice the amount that Johnny Depp um, asserted against Ms. Heard. Um, again, flashing forward a little bit, Johnny Depp loses yet another libel battle. He asks to appeal it um, in March of 2021, and then it says he's denied the chance to appeal it. Um, but then that brings us to today in March, not March. Oh my goodness, I'm so tired. It's April 2022 today, just in case you didn't know. Um, and the defamation of character, um, case is going in Virginia. It's happening in Virginia because in the state of Virginia, that's where the servers for the Washington Post are that distributed the article. Does that kind of make sense? It took me a while to figure out why this is all happening in Fairfax, Virginia. But again, it's because the Washington Post is the place that posted the, um, the op-ed and that happened from the servers that were in Virginia, Fairfax, Virginia. Anyway, so the case has been going for about a week and the whole case is being televised, which again is rare in these celebrity divorce cases, right? But what's different is that this is like a lawsuit. Um, It's like not like the typical closed door divorce proceedings that we normally see because again, they've been divorced, right? And this case is already like promising to be like very entertaining. Like James Franco is going to be called to the stand at some point, um, as is Elon Musk, who she dated after Johnny Depp. And they also have like a whole other uh, legal thing going on because while they were dating, they froze embryos. Elon Musk wants the embryos destroyed. Amber Heard does not. Um, she also had a baby about a year ago. Um, and she just, like, had the baby by herself. And there's, like, questions about who the baby's father is, I think. Um, I shouldn't say I think. I shouldn't report on something that I'm saying I think about. But truly, I think that Amber Heard is just, like, really gross. And I don't really care about her. And I think that she's kind of a monster. Um, so I haven't, like, looked into her that deeply. Anyway. Um, but that's neither here nor there, right? Uh, that brings us to today. So the case has been going on for about a week. Guys, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, 
I hate to say it, but <laughs> House and Habit, <laughs> the Instagram account that we all love to hate, House and Habit, she actually has been compiling the, the clips very well. She's very, very team Johnny. And of course, she thinks everything is a conspiracy. She's not, it's not a good page to hang out on. I remember like a year ago when I first discovered her, I was like, guys, her highlights are awesome. Like I was telling everybody like, you should really follow House and Habit. And then she like went off the rails a little bit. And then like with the Britney Spears stuff, she like really went really extreme. I think she did some good work there, but also like some very problematic work. And then like, then, then she's been like dipping her toes into the QAnon stuff. And that's, you know, you hate to see it. And that the, the QAnon crazy has touched every inch of her reporting now. So she's very team Johnny. And like, not only is she like team John, team Johnny Depp, but she's like so much team Johnny Depp where it's like, please watch this video of him signing autographs for kids. He could never beat a, a woman. Would a man that has signed an autograph for a child in a children's hospital ever beat a woman? Like that's her defense. And that's like the kind of reporting she's been doing over the last couple of days. But if you're looking for a good place that has all of the clips that you need to see from the case, um, that she is a good follow. So maybe follow her for like a week or so and then get the hell out of there. <laughs> then get the hell out. Anyway, um, the case has been going on for about a week. Um, so far we've just heard testimonies from like former security guards, um, we heard from Amber's former assistant who basically just said Amber is like a freaking monster. Nobody has come out really and said that they believe Amber or that they, um, think that she's a great person or like no one has vouched for her character so far. A lot of people have vouched for Johnny Depp's character in this case. But also, if you look at that, there's a lot at play there, too. I mean, like, he's a very, very wealthy man. He's very well connected in Hollywood. You, there's reason, you know, where people might not want to speak out against him. And Amber Heard is very much the villain in this case. Um, just, you know, like, in the public perception of it. I That's what I've been gathering, right? So people, like, calling her a monster when they have nothing to lose by calling her a monster, you know, I don't know. So the testimonies... Uh, have been very pro Johnny so far. And then today, today is Tuesday, April 19th. He took the stand and, um, today was basically kind of like foundational stuff. So Johnny Depp's suit of $50 million is because he lost his role as a Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean, like any new Pirates movies that they make. Um, he's not going to be in them because of this case and because he, you know, got canceled. And also he lost his role in the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them movie, um, which I, I heard that the new one that came out was not that good, right? Is, is it because it's lacking Johnny Depp? Anyway, um, that's what the suit is for, that he lost work. So his testimony in court today was kind of like really bizarre because I spent like 10 minutes of it watching like, why are we talking about this? And then I realized that it was all foundation foundational. He's just on there on the stand talking about like, I have, I love acting. I kind of fell into it by accident. Like it seemed like an interview, like Johnny Depp, how did you get into acting? Like that was really the question. And then it like talks about like 
when you read the script for Captain Jack Sparrow, how did you feel? And really, it's just all laying the foundation for the next time that he testifies. I think that, again, that's like tomorrow. Like, he'll continue tomorrow. Um, It's all just like setting the stage for like, this happened to me. And now I am devastated because I lost these roles. This is my livelihood. What's he going to do with all this money, you know? Um, this is my passion. This is my career. And now I lost it because she defamed my character in public and called me a wife beater. And these things, he says he can prove them to be false. Um, and again, when you listen to the depositions, like Amber Heard is on the record saying that there are times that she's hit thing, hit Johnny Depp and has thrown things at him. Which brings me to, so Mary, what do you think about all of this? Here's my answer. Neither of them seem great. I'm in the believe all women camp, but neither of them seem great. There's a mountain of evidence against Amber Heard here both character-wise, evidence-wise. That being said, Johnny Depp doesn't seem great. I think that they both are probably the worst possible match for each other. And the whole relationship just seems like chaos, right? She doesn't seem like a good person. He seems a little wild and crazy. And if he ever hit her or whatever, yes, not a good person either. Again, there's a lot of evidence coming out and people swearing under oath that they did not see the things that she reported that they had seen. But again, money and influence does play a role in that. I think if there is solid evidence that Johnny Depp didn't do these things that he's being accused of, then he should be exonerated in the court of you know, public opinion. Um, I don't want to see Amber Heard in a movie ever again. If, if I had my way, I think that that's what I would say. Um, but also again, money influence goes into it. The fact that she's already being painted as a bad person and that's what I'm seeing, but none of it seems great. They seem like two individuals with a lot of mental issues going on by their own admission. It seems very unfortunate that they found each other. And it seems very unfortunate that this chaos has wrecked their lives. I hope that this lawsuit can end and then they can never talk to each other ever again. I don't see Amber Heard getting roles really after this. She's been continuing to be cast in things. She's supposed to be in like the other Aquaman movie. Um, she was in The Stand. Remember how excited I was to go see that show, The Stand, with Alexander Skarsgård and James Marsden and stuff, and that ended up just being the worst TV show of all time, and then everybody forgot about it, even though CBS like literally poured money into that show. Um she was in that show, you know, so she's still getting work. Anyway, long story short, they don't seem like great hangs. And I think that's, that's it. I'll keep everybody updated on the podcast and on my Instagram um, as more news and stuff comes out. But 
we'll see. This trial is set to be six weeks long, and we're in week two of it. So we'll see what happens. Um, also, isn't it just like an insane amount of money when you think of it? Like, and I mean, I know that the stakes, like when you lay it out, and it's like Johnny Depp is suing. This is the money that he would have made off of these movies, but now he's not going to make it. That lawsuit makes sense. But just reading the words like he's suing her for $50 million. So now she's counter suing for $100 million. Like it's just like monopoly money at this point, right? It's just like, what the, what the heck? And like, does Amber Heard, let's Google her net worth. Let's see. And also, why did she ever leave Elon Musk? Not that he seems like a great guy either, but just it kind of seems like uh, she'd be willing to, you know, hang around, you know, for that that money. Um, please do not sue me for defamation of character, Amber Heard. Um, Amber Heard net worth. It says that her net worth is $8 million. I... I'm, I'm reading multiple things saying that um one thing is saying 12 million dollars I don't believe that her net worth would be that low um given the fact that she's in like a comic book movie and that she used to um she used to be married to Johnny Depp I would imagine that that'd be you know more lucrative than nine million dollars or whatever but Anyway, that's it for today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. We will be back next week um, with, again, probably more to report because I think Amber Heard is supposed to take the stand soon, I would assume. Um, I will say one thing about the girl. Great courtroom. Great courtroom fashion. Impeccable courtroom fashion. Also to say um I've never been attracted to Johnny Depp ever once in my life maybe like those old pictures of him and like Winona Ryder he's handsome there but another like peculiar thing about the house and habit recording or reporting is that like she's just fawning over him and she's like oh he's so hot in the courtroom like look at him look at all the women in the room are just fawning over him and I'm like ah, uh, what what who whom do I need to get my eyes checked? He's just, he's never done it for me, ever. Um, but that's, that's the note that I'm going to end on. Thanks for listening. If you would like to buy, buy a blah, 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 buy a bloody buddy cup, go to bloodybuddycup.com and use our promo code want to chat for 10% off. Join our Facebook group at I just want to chat podcast. There was recently just a bird a la mode sighting in there, guys. Very important stuff. Um, so yeah, join the Facebook group for fun reporting like that. Um, follow us on Instagram at, at I just want to chat podcast and then follow us on TikTok at, at I just want to chat podcast and we will see you next week. Okay, bye.